0: This week on Erotic Awakening, Managing Multiple Power Exchange Relationships Part 2, As Seen on Kink Academy, and Tentacle Planet.
1: Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended
0: by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Patron supporters receive a free version of the audiobook Polyamory Toolkit, as well as ad-free early access to the podcast. Free ebooks, exclusive chats, and other content. Check out all the options at eroticawakening.com. And thank you to all of our supporters. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Today on the podcast, among other things, we are going to uh, go back into a topic we talked about two episodes back regarding multiple power exchange relationships. And last time around, we talked about what it's like to be the follower mm-hmm. in those multiple power exchange relationships. And this time, We're going to take a different tack.
1: Well, we are. And and we actually chatted about this um, just a couple of days ago. And that we could probably have way more episodes on little, little points about this whole thing. About having more than one person in your collar at Mm -hmm. a time, right? There's all kinds of things we could focus on. But for today, the focus is on you being the leader in multiple power exchange relationships at the same time. So, you know, what is that like for you? And I know that's a huge question because you've been doing
0: this for 22 years with multiple people. Mm -hmm. And in multiple configurations. Right. Um, I think, you know, the the first thing that... that comes to mind is there's only a limited number of things that I need done for me services that I need provided for me. Mm -hmm. And you have the ability to perform all of those services. So the, the one of the challenges that comes to mind is when I give someone else a service, then how do I prevent you from feeling away? Like, you are losing a privilege or losing the ability. And it's super funny because if you think about it, as like, you know, if I say, all right, uh, new person, from now on you're going to get my coffee, then it shouldn't feel like to you that you're being punished. It should feel like you're getting a break. That's one less thing you have to worry about. But
1: You would think. But that's not the way it is. That's not the way it happened.
0: So <laughs> what I had to do was figure out that for everything – I'm taken away from you. I needed it to, I didn't need to. It was wise of me to find a way to compensate for that. In the case of the coffee, your new job became making sure that my coffee was prepared correctly mm-hmm. by someone else. So they would go to you for guidance on how to prepare that coffee. Right. But there's also as a leader in a multiple power exchanges, there's power in that incumbent person, that person that's been there already, to realize that they are my tasks. They're not yours, so there's no clinging required. I'm not taking anything away from you that you own. I'm taking away something I let you have, and I'm going to let somebody else have it because that's the way I want it to be.
1: That was a hard lesson to learn and something I've had to share with other people in your collar as other people have come in
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, time management of course is a huge one you and I are already very somewhat busy people in our lives mm-hmm. so making sure that I'm creating time and this is a logistical thing but you just get on that calendar and you say this is this person's time and this is this person's time but also to make sure that You give somebody, everybody something to do every day, even if it's as simple as, send me a good morning text and a good evening text. Um, One of the people in my collar, very limited relationship scope, but she has a duty of sending me a picture every day, in the morning and a picture at night. And it has to be a legitimate, honest picture, right? Most of the time she's in a good mood, so she's smiling. Sometimes she's in a shitty mood, so that's what the picture shows. The and that's been a really interesting thing for to realize this is one of those ways you can manage those multiple power exchange relationships because make sure everybody has a moment of contact that's just theirs um, and that you can re, and that it's a formal good morning, sir, or whatever your formalities are and that you've got that that connection with that person, because especially with people that don't live under my roof. You end up, you know, you, you, I am very much a person that focuses on what's in front of them right now, mm-hmm. and, and that is both something that I've been complimented for, and that's a, that can also be a price. When I am engaged with someone, I'm fully engaged with them, but that means if you're not there with me, I'm not engaged with you. Right. So having those connection moments, whether it's via that, that morning text or a particular service... Um, One of the things I've done lately that you've done for me, but I've actually started to spread that out, is send me what you're going to accomplish that day. And um, the funny thing is, one of the people wanted to do that to hold themselves accountable. And I was like, well, that is just a great training thing for me to use. you know, Send me what you're going to do that day, and then at the end of the night, send me what you did. Right. And even, you know, sometimes it's just, oh, hey, cool. Good. Good. You got some things accomplished. Uh, But it's a nice again, it's another way to continue to interact. And it's a new way to interact in a power exchange way, because it's in the morning. If you tell me you're going to do four things, you're committing to me that you're going to accomplish four things. And if you don't do those four things, I may well call you out on that and say, hey, what happened there? There's this aspect of. Making sure that everybody has enough time and energy that you're giving them to make them feel special, but also not at the cost of making them feel like they're the only thing going on for you. Right. A lot of times these managing multiple power exchange relationships simply means, you know, no, I don't have anything for you to do today. I don't have any tasks. I don't have any services. I don't need a blowjob. I don't need anything from you today. I have other people in my life that need to do these things, or I want to do these things for me, and they're going to do them for me today. Um, and I know I just kind of threw in blowjob in there, <laughs> but because most of my power exchange relationships are include a aspect of play and or sexuality and i'm not gonna say they don't all fall that way but for those that do make sure that everybody's getting to play everybody's getting sex uh to the best of your leadership ability now a lot of people will say well you're the leader shouldn't you just just be fucking the person that you want to fuck and let everybody else worry about their own shit But my style of leadership means that I am taking care of all of my followers. And most of the people that are in my collar are in my collar because they are a sort of people that crave intimacy with me, Mm -hmm. right? And that's one of my communication methodologies is, is that. Now, the fun part is everybody brings something different to the table. This is true for sex, true for skill sets, true for sense of humor, everything. So part of managing these multiple power exchange relationships is embracing what each person brings with them. You are a great organizer, so it makes sense for me to rely on your organizational skills.
1: Ah, uh, BAT used to be better. I so was just going to go got, there, right? BAT got some of those jobs and did a fantastic... I come across some of those documents now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe I should try to copy this. No, that's not my skill.
0: <laughs> right. So so BAT was a, let's just say, a superior organizer. Mm-hmm. So she became or my organizational liaison, so to speak, to the point where I could say, I'm going to go to an event in Dallas. I need to know what restaurants are in. I don't have to say shit. She had it.
1: She had a, she had a here's system. Here's all the restaurants in walking distance,
0: yep. and here's this, and here's that. Everything's taken care of, right? But to rely then on what other people are good at, you are a much better co-presenter than any of my other partners. So make sure that I involve you in that part of, you know, what you and I share from a power exchange perspective. Um, so everybody's gets their own, you know, you, you embrace those aspects of what a person's good at, um, without the other people feeling, you know, it's, it's something again, well, I could do that too. Yeah, but I am embracing what they're good at. Um, a lot of that is to reemphasize to everybody. You're not. These things, these tasks, these chores, as I said, they're not yours, so don't cling to them. No more than the collar is yours, so don't cling to it. It is where I need it to be. It's where I want it to be at a particular time. I want Dawn to learn how to be an Alpha slave over my other slaves, and I want Linda Lou to learn what it is to simply be able to keep my water cup full, right? Um, and they'll it'll get shifted around, right? It's particularly challenging when one of those, when the experience levels are so out of, uh, are so different, right? Mm-hmm. Because at this point, anybody that I bring in, and this is one of the positive aspects of doing this for me, right? Your anticipatory service skills, your, all of your service skills are, and, and your knowledge of me and what I want and what I like is really well-refined well, well refined and well-tuned. If it wasn't for the fact that I changed things up on occasion, <laughs> you would have been perfect.
1: You just changed something last night. Well, that's the way I roll.
0: <laughs> so it's really neat to have a new person come in and give them the make sure my water cup's never more than half empty and see them struggle with that, Right. Um, it's a great way for me as a leader to reinforce my skills that way as well. So, it sounds like you're saying that
1: um I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here. But it sounds like that you actually get a joy from figuring out what each person's strengths are and then having them use that in service maybe or just finding their strengths in general. Or it sounds like you uh, you have a joy of digging into them.
0: Yeah, absolutely true. And that is kind of one of my, um, I will perceive as one of my skill sets to to find that skill, to embrace it, to emphasize it, and to let them really grow into it. Especially if it's an area where either they are already very confident and they're confident that they're giving me lovely service. Or... They're scared as hell of it, but you can still tell it's, there's an inkling of desire there.
1: Oh, I have learned to watch what I say around you. So, because if it's like a, oh, I think I want to be this clergy thing. You're like, dun, 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 that sounds real. I've heard you say that a lot. Guess what? I'm going to build the container for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And you you help to make things like that happen. So I've, I've actually warned a couple of your new followers. Let's to stop up.
0: that. That's no fun.
1: <laughs> you find things regardless. People like to tell you things because you listen, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're really good at building that container so that they have a, a place of safety to, to play around in, to reach out and do the things that they thought were only dreams, mm-hmm. right? You... you Give them permission you push them out the door right <laughs> sometimes literally
0: <laughs> it, and it's fun in some certain situations where you're you know we, we talk a lot about the, the the situations where you're you've got multiple people doing multiple things but there are mm-hmm. occasions where i will have multiple followers at the same event mm-hmm. at the same time and negotiating that and managing that um it's you're lucky in that everybody in all of these situations everybody defers to you um everybody recognizes and i think that's that's 100 percent true when i think uh bat or checkers mm-hmm. Gem, gem they, they all recognize yeah. you're kind of my primary lead dog so to speak um oh. But it doesn't mean that they don't want their slice of time and slice of pie as well. And I, I try to go out of my way to make sure that we, we work that out to say, all right, here's everybody gets their own slice of time. Of course, the difference there being you and I only go to events anymore where we're being invited to present. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of a difference there.
1: So I still got a couple more questions for you. So there are some joys, mm-hmm. right? Finding people's strengths and building them up and giving them, you know, um, challenges. You said time mm-hmm. was a big challenge, right? Obviously, have you showed um, um, your your newest person your calendar? Because that's usually the first step that you take is showing them your calendar to mm-hmm. to show how time-wise you are yes and why time can be a struggle so you know so there's a challenge Um, reminding them that they aren't the only one you know things like that so those Mm -hmm. are challenges but what are some other big challenges is it just time and making them feel special
0: or well uh, the power the style of power exchange I do 90% of the time is a includes an emotional aspect and there's always Um, just this extra level, it's already, you and I are building a new relationship and now you and I are building a new relationship and we're managing, um, you and I, as in you and them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then we're also managing whatever emotional, uh, aspects of realizing, oh, that's not my job anymore. Uh, somebody else's job. Uh, but all that is, is manageable. It's just part of it. Um, And I guess money is a little bit of a, is a, can be a challenge too, depending on your situation, but that's very specific to me right now, I think, because I've got a lot of long distance, all of my partners except for you are long distance and, Mm -hmm. and depending on where we are with the RV, they're, they're long, long distance or they're not so long distance, but either way, nobody's close by.
1: Right, but I get involved in that financial stuff as well because sometimes you need to rent a car because I need to have the truck. Right.
0: Right, so that can get involved in they kind of funky. So that's probably more along the lines of just a standard poly problem than a power mm-hmm. exchange one. Um, nothing really else is jumping out at me, though. Okay, so here's
1: one that, that's a kind of a weird question. Um, is it a challenge for you... So, there have been two followers of yours that I have actually taken them to their first event, to their first kink event. Uh huh. Okay. I took both of them to Cleveland, both okay. of them to Smart. Mm-hmm. One was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a challenge for you? Because you were not able to go because you had other uh, responsibilities with Poly Partners. So, you were not even going to be available. And I'm the one that took them. Was there any, or were you able to just
0: go? Dawn's got it. Right. No, no, no. That that's more of an advantage than anything else. Mm. The because I because of our style of power exchange, that you're a reflection of me, that also allows me to interact with people, things, events through you. Mm. So I can't take them to an event, but I can make you take them, or have you take them to an event. So which is the same. In some regards, as if I took them to an event. Now, of course, it's different, but the version that they get to attend an event still happens. Right. So that's actually more of a pro than it is a con.
1: Okay. So what about, because all of your collared people at this moment are women, right? hmm um, What about if some of us, is and I don't even know why I threw that out there, except anyway, because sometimes we go through things. And sometimes monthly, we go through things, <laughs> ups and downs, which is probably why I threw that out there. Mm-hmm. But when you have more than one person in your collar or you're in a relationship or whatever, we're going to go through, us that follow are going to go through down times at the same time. Mm-hmm. So how do you juggle that?
0: Yeah, I know sometimes you guys like to sync. I know you don't like to do it, but sometimes you sync up those certain times, mm-hmm. which is uh, fun. But that's not really... a neither not a big deal at all it's just part of human beings being human beings you manage that um but what
1: about like just emotions in general so let's say um new person calls you and they're down Mm -hmm. right i'm down Mm -hmm. maybe i don't know something's gone on right third person calls you they're down we're all down at the same time whether it's synced or not it's just circumstances right so how do you how is that it's got to be a challenge to give each person their time and not let that flow through you to the other person Mm -hmm. to the other people
0: yeah absolutely again I'm, i'm fortunate in that i do tend to uh stay focused on the person the place the thing that i'm with at that moment and Part of it is you do approach it from a matter of um, kind of a team perspective in that, you know, I will, I look at, okay, I got three people that are down um, and you just make a decision. Where do you go first? And you stay focused there. And then you say, you know, and then you say, you know, I know you'd like to spend more time with me talking about this thing, but I have um, somebody else that I need to address right now. And you just bounce around to the different people as needed. It just had, unfortunate. It, it hasn't really come up a lot. And I don't raise dumb followers, <laughs> I don't raise incompetent followers. You don't bring
1: in dumb followers yeah. or incompetent ones either.
0: Granted, we might have some emotional bumps and bruises that need attending, but I, in general, right, if I tell somebody I. Understand what you're going through. I respect what you're going through and I dig it. I cannot address it right now Hang out Until I can that although they might be miserable for a couple of hours. They're not uh, Grabbing me and dragging me back in and saying oh if you don't uh, Listen to me then I'm gonna jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh adults Yes.
1: So, all right. So one more question, if you don't mind, but it's along the same lines. So what about when you're low energy?
0: Well, that's certainly one of the the challenge in these multiple power exchange relationships is because they all take energy. Mm -hmm. Now, in a perfect situation, it is reciprocal, right? The energy that I give is returned. The energy that I give by leading is returned by by simply the services of the following, right? Or the emotional investment returns an emotional investment. Mm. But there certainly are times where um, the output is greater than the input. You have to have that ability to remember that if you've got three power exchange followers, then you've got four relationships because that relationship with yourself is certainly one of them. As you well know... I am good at, uh, I've been good at occasionally, not getting cocky, of (laughs) taking time to myself and saying, I'm off for, I'm going to go do a solo hiking thing this week, or I'm going to go do a meditation retreat this week, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But the the important thing is, if you are taking time to yourself, you got to take time to yourself. It's not, I'm going to take time away from you and you and just but I'm still going to talk to you a little bit here. Now you can say, I'm taking, I'm going to take time away from you and you because I'm going to focus on number three over there. And we're going to, be, and I do that with you mm-hmm. more, you know, more than once I will have a weekend away with someone and I'll let you know, I got a weekend away with somebody. Um, yeah. We're still going to communicate, but I'm not going to go out of my way to say, uh, to give you chores and tasks. I expect you to be self-sufficient, but to balance that out with everybody gets some of that as Mm -hmm. well. And to give some of yourself that as well. Yep. Everybody I'm, I'm checking out and I'm going to take care of me for a little bit.
1: Yeah. You've done that forever. Had Dan nights and Dan Mm -hmm. weekends and yep. yep. So awesome. Awesome. So anything else you want to, want to share before we roll on?
0: I've, uh, I've, probably got room for five or six more right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I absolutely do not have room for five or no, six more. That no, would not be true. don't
1: say you're saturated either because then someone else will be, <laughs> someone else will show up. <laughs>
0: but who knows? I might meet some other people, some new people when I'm in Maryland or Texas or Toronto or Pennsylvania or Detroit or Kansas City. All the places. Keep up with all of our
1: events, book news and discounts and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter.
0: And get your EA shout out. Like... Andy and Rachel in the UK. Awesome. <laughs> so last week we did talk about what it's like to be a follower in these power exchange mm, relationships. Yeah, two weeks ago. And you got a little bit of feedback.
1: I did. So someone someone wrote, and um, let me caveat this with, um, or prelude this, or whatever, with saying. I've been doing this for a really long time. Who the hell would have figured, right? Twenty-two years, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes when someone asks me something about really long time ago, I forget. You know what I mean? I've moved on. So I forget what that feeling was like. Well, this person, this listener reached out and what she explains and the words that she used reminded me of all those feelings mm. because they matched, right? What what I what I went through. So, let me read this to you. Um, I just listened to your latest episode and when Dan mentioned the question of how do you avoid having your S type feel like something is being taken away. And we talked a little bit about that today, right? Mm -hmm. From them when a new follower is added into their relationship. I wanted to give my perspective about how that works in the pack, which is what they call their group, right? Um, Their pack leader is a firm believer in all service belongs to him. Just like, just like you said, Dan, Mm -hmm. none of it is any one of ours. Being a primal, territorial, oh, I can't say this word, territorialism is something I actively work on and must be mindful of. As you hear the dog's collar switching. (laughs) In the early years, losing service was traumatic to me. I was aggressively out of line several times. I don't want to admit to that for myself, which I cringe at looking back. But rather than the leader softening that, he taught me to do the work. To surrender to the truth and that the services isn't mine, it's his. That was fucking painful work. I have many stories that stand out in my mind of dealing with that over the years and seeing my growth in that. As Dawn said in the episode, through self-confidence, I experience this vastly different now. And much of my feeling of safety comes from my love language being filled up. I haven't felt time scarcity in a very long time. So she ended up recognizing over time that time was her love language, right? So she doesn't feel time scarcity and therefore has more self confidence and doesn't have the traumatic reaction. So mm-hmm. She wrote that, and I'm like, oh, hell, that was my life there at the beginning, right? Time scarcity. What about me? Mm-hmm. You know, feeling territorial. This is my kitchen. Why are you mopping my floor? Oh, right. you think it's service for me? It's not service for me. You just mopped my floor without my permission. My, my, my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When it's all yours, yours, yours. <laughs> right. And, and, so so thanks, thanks for the reminder.
0: <laughs> glad that that brought some things Sorry. back to you. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> so that's about it for today. Uh, other than that, we do have a, a quick mention that theme, themeer Pirate? The Mer Pirate. Oh, the Mer Pirate. Well, that's, that's, that's how easier. I pronounce it, yes, the Mer Pirate. Right. Uh, mentioned that they found us through the Kink Academy. And that they were actually listening to us before we even, they found our podcast. Uh, They liked it. They went to look for the podcast and have now been, in just a couple of years, gotten through uh, almost 500 episodes. Good. So nice of them to get caught up like that.
1: They must do a lot of driving around
0: where they can listen on
1: the road, huh?
0: So they they say thanks to all we do. And um, thank you. Thank you, uh, the Mer Pirate and everybody else who writes in and reminds us that we're not just talking to ourselves sometimes.
1: I I wonder if that matters because we do like to talk, but no, we absolutely love the feedback. Like, Like we've mentioned before, we've actually, I mean, 14 years, there's been some times over that 14 years where we've looked at each other and gone, do we have anything else to say? You know, and then we'll be ready to, to maybe pull the plug and then someone will write and it's yep. like, oh, yeah, that's why we do this. Mm-hmm. People are listening. We can share our crappy times and our joyful times and people get something out of it. So Ten. that's awesome. Plus we get tentacles. And we get tentacles. So Ordith. Sent me something on Fet Life, which is actually a tentacle plant. I'll have to show that to you. So it is literally. It. I mean, it kind of looks like a cactus plant, but it's tentacles. And then, didn't someone just send me lamps? Tentacle lamps?
0: You'll have to look at that. Discord.
1: Oh my gosh, there's so much stuff on Discord right now on our Erotic Awakening Discord. So. Hmm,
0: hey, speaking fun. of which, if you are a, a, a Discord person, make sure that you're. Uh, if you're a patron. Discord first. make sure your access is correct. Discord uh, kind of messed up many people's access across many different Discord servers.
1: Yeah, so if you so don't have I've the right the access, um, it's not us
0: <laughs> pushing yes. you out. It is Discord.
1: So we love the conversations we're having with people. And I just started that, um, what was it? Healthy Fitness. Kingsters. Yeah. yeah, Healthy Kingsters. Um, room channel whatever it is on there and um we're having some great conversation along with the the memes and the naughty pictures (laughs) and (laughs) we even have pictures of kitty cats
0: fair <laughs> it's the internet how could you not indeed
1: take a moment to support the
0: podcast rate us on off the of podcast google play Stitcher, spotify or wherever you listen or just tell your friends feel free to reach out to us we love interacting with you
1: contact us with questions about the podcast um comments or just to say hi you can find us on fetlife as dan and dawn we
0: are erotic awakening on instagram use the links from the erotic awakening website for Facebook. Faceboard Facebook and Discord.
1: <laughs> or just email us at Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye Dawn. Bye Dan.